0: All right, so let's get started. Um, so while Patrick's pulling up, just kind of some notes that uh, we're going to go over and talk about. I'm glad to hear everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Um, last week, I was actually in, I'm sure most of you all were gone last week, right? If you all were headed out. Yeah, I went home to Kentucky um, where I grew up and saw my family there, um, which is just my mom. But um, So we went and hung out, and it was really and I hadn't been back in a very long time, so it's it good to be back, So, but i happy to be back in Nashville, um, and hear about everybody's thanksgivings, and how you do your tradition, so um, awesome, awesome, awesome. So we're going to be in chapter chapters 34, 35, and 36, I know no one has the book, so we'll just tell you what we're talking about, um, and this we're in the section of the book where Raphael's asking you know, some of these questions. And so the questions that he asks are, what about wrath? What about sin? And what is the word of God? I think those are the three mm-hmm. questions. Right. So some heavy stuff for coming off the holiday season. Um, I like the wrath part. I was like, oh, that's perfect for Thanksgiving. Yeah. How was, anybody have any wrath at the table? No, I'm sure you didn't. um, And you might have, but anyway, um, so actually how we're going to do that, I'm going to work backwards and go 36 and then 35 and then I don't think we'll get to 34, but talk about the word of God in the general sense and then kind of come back and talk about sin. So that's, so you know where I'm going. That's just for you. Anyway, okay, so let me ask a question. How many of you all out here are readers? Like you enjoy reading, you love a good book, a series? Okay, what, what is it about that book or series that you love so much?
1: Tyler <laughs> Thomas to <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: know. <laughs> you gotta stop in there.
1: Yeah. Uh, what I mm-hmm. enjoy is finding something that's original in it. Mm-hmm. Uh Can't remember, what was it? Uh, I was reading uh, right on the Orient Express, mm-hmm. and there was just a quick phrase in there. It was like, well, this is where it's originally from. I, I love just finding those little nuggets of originality. Okay. The original Nuggets. Okay. What else? I like when you read a book long enough and you just kind of get lost in it. And mm-hmm. then you, like, look up and it's been, like, five hours. Oh, That's yeah. Like, That's awesome. You're a big reader.
2: Yeah.
0: Why do you read?
2: Um, so I... The, the fiction books I read are... um I love them, because I do love the art of storytelling. And mm-hmm. You're right, I do get wrapped up. I remember reading a book, um, and it started to, like, I was starting to get nervous, because mm-hmm. I felt like, this is going to happen to me. Like, this is, I'm about to get snatched up. <laughs> and so, like, I, I do love getting lost in a story. And I think what's great about, for me, what's great about uh, books, especially stories, if you're reading a story, is that you get to imagine what these people, you know, that you may get some descriptor, the description, like, details about what they look like and what the place looks like, but then you kind of get to fill in some of the other pieces with your imagination, which is kind of cool.
0: Okay, are any of you all not readers? And it's okay if you're not, because I'm about to confess that I'm not a reader. Anybody? Just me? Thanks, my guy. Anyway, <laughs> well, and the, I don't know what it is. It's like my one of my Harding professors always. I really frustrated him because he was like, "You're post literate. Like you can read, but you don't want to." I'm Like, mm, yeah, I don't. I don't know what it is, but I'm so thankful I can. So I feel like I need to confess. But yeah, so I'm glad that you all do read. But like, I guess probably the only book series I have read. And like, thoroughly enjoyed it was the Harry Potter series. Everybody read those? Mm-hmm. I love it. Mallory's only. anyway, but, um, and I'm trying to remember, like, I think I started those in high school. Right? Yes. Is that when they came out? Like, mm-hmm. when we were in high school? Mm-hmm. When was everybody born? No, you don't want to do that. Okay, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Shh, 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 shh. Anyway, so, well, there it is. But those things have been around a really long time. And mm-hmm. I remember, like, I was on. So if you all read the books, like I was in book three and sitting next to this man when book five had just come out and I said I was like, Hey, how is it? And he was like, Just wait. You're gonna be so upset. Because he knows like in book three who gets right. introduced, serious, that's who I'm talking about, and the fate of mm-hmm. him in book five. You know, and so and then for a while, like anytime I would like be somewhere, uh, somebody would say, uh, oh, can you believe such and such is about to die? Well, I didn't know because I didn't mm. read it. You know, so then I was like trying to read quickly. Um, but I did enjoy. I mean, I really did enjoy those books. Um, and I think I'm more of like how like Thomas was saying. I'd like if I'm going to read anything, I'll probably read fiction. It's hard for me to read nonfiction. Um,
2: I read lots of non-fiction. Huh? I read lots of nonfiction.
0: I know you do. I, that's why we need to be better friends because I struggle with that. But anyway, but like the the fiction of it all, like I love that, like, especially with J.K. Rowling, she's done a really great job of creating this whole new world, you know, and taking you to that, and then it's now launching the movies, and additional movies, and other books, and so um, she's done a really great job with that. So all that to say, uh, it kind of leads into one thing that Rob Bell was talking about is, you know, coming back to the words of the stories, and words having power, and just um how words can break you down, and so like if you leave like the book, the whole thing of the books, uh, but how words can lift you up and how they can bring you down, and how if you've had a really bad day, somebody saying something to you can either enhance that bad day or you know get you out of that bad day, which I'm sure everybody's had that where someone has said something, um like I just. Trying to think, like, being with around my mom all last week, it's just, I don't know if your parents, you know, I mean, everybody knows this, that their parents are really super smart, right? Everybody knows that, like, probably when we were all in our younger years, it was like, they're the dumbest people in the world, but they really are so smart, and like, my mom will say things now, and I'm just like, this is so good, kind of like the nuggets of, Mm -hmm. like, what he was saying, you know, just like, Mm -hmm. it's so powerful, like, what she's saying. Um, anyway, so I'm going to let that lead into um, some little discussion, and we won't be too too long. But um, so turn to your neighbor. We'll have some quick discussion. And why do you all read the Bible? So we're talking about. I mean, obviously we talked about reading books and things like that, but now we got to bring it back to this whole book that we're reading. So why do you all read the Bible? If you read the Bible, what is it that kind of Drag you in that makes you want to read it more and more. So take a few moments, chat amongst yourselves. Go, go.
2: I'm always wondering if Rachel oh, edits hi. this part.
1: <laughs> hey, Rachel. I don't think she did. <laughs> I think she's got
2: the unedited
1: material. You know, saying?
2: I'm like, Rachel.
1: Hey. I start
2: saying, uh, I'm gonna get an email uh, I heard in your class you were talking about
1: so, so why do you read the Bible? so um,
0: think, well so I started I mean I'll be honest I don't read books I'm going to start before, and so I typically when I am reading a Bible i to I mean, I'm not having a good day I read
1: it, uh, or, like
0: I need some guys.
1: <clears> to <throat> allow that to be some guys. <laughs> um, just over the last yeah, sorry, year I'll stuff say going on.
0: I've been trying to just want some better in a different disciplines of, like just thinking like, I always so why don't you use that app? You know, like you're always yeah. on Instagram, you're always on, you know, doing this thing. So it's like set aside some time to allow yourself to like reconnect and and like the Bible offers so many good little little studies, little yeah. studies and things right. like that. And then that's the thing I like for my brain goes on. So like, more questions and kind of dig deeper. So, I mean, that's probably just been
1: happening been more in the last year. But it all started out because I was just,
0: feel you know, like I was doing
1: well spiritually. And so, just to give me some guidance and some hope, you know? I think God And now that's grown into like you know, a really strong, you know, a really good relationship.
0: A relationship that I had with you know with God you know like there were times like I felt like He was distant or something like that. It was what's like because I'm not doing the work, so that's why. What about you? Um,
1: Yeah, I think there's some of that in there, like this
2: um, trying to find comfort or peace or
1: connection
2: to something maybe that I'm experiencing, with like a, in a larger thematic sense of relationships or work or life. But I, I, I'm I like to think I'm turning to it for. Um, for, for discovery, discovering something new. Yeah.
1: Because
2: I know that with every reading, there's something new that comes from that reading. And I know too that it's a, it's a journey. Like I, I just can't. Get to a verse. It's like, okay, well, that's it. It's settled, I'm done with this. It's like, no, I still need to. I need to dance with this verse, with these verses, even you know, more. You know, and dig big, why? You know, start asking questions, and questions, and questions.
1: That kind of, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: What's that? What's your favorite movie? You
0: ready? Yes. All right, all right. So let's hear from you all. Oh, no,
1: Still so got some discussion. It's good. Give him one more minute. Oh, sorry. It sounds like great discussion. So what
0: do you all talk about? What are those reasons that you read the Bible specifically?
1: Whatever you say is going to be great. Um, so for me, there are a bunch of stories I've heard like a million times and I've pulled all the meaning out of them that I can So I like going through and trying to find new things because mm-hmm. I, I haven't read the entire Bible. Um, and so being able to go through parts that I haven't before and find new things that... Um, I, I just haven't seen before, it's interesting and being able to apply those things to my everyday life. Mm-hmm. hmm That's good. That's really good. Anybody else? For me, usually, like, I guess my first line of, like, encounter with God is I want to, I want to pray first and then if I feel like, and this is like a bad habit, but if I feel like I'm not getting an answer that I want or I'm not seeing, like, mm-hmm. what he wants for me, then I'll go to the Bible. That's, like, the closest you can get to him like in earthly
0: sense, I guess. So mm-hmm. that's how I think of it in my mind. you? Yeah. Do you want to say what you said? Do you remember
1: what
2: you said? What did I say? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're talking about how you... Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, I was just saying how, um, for me, it is, and we've talked about this before, but when I go and read the Bible, it's a chance to look at this thing, these scriptures, these passages, and as you were, as you were just describing, looking for um, a new way of understanding this thing. And coming up with more questions as to why this was placed here and why do they feel compelled to add this to the, to the story that we have.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so I, I I usually come with a lot of questions and I'll, uh, I'm also trying to uh, find connection to what's happening in my own life. Ultimately some transformation type things that could potentially be happening. Because I know that with the nonfiction books, even the fiction books I read in, in my life, those have an imprint and... Transform me in a certain way. Mm-hmm. They help me grow in a certain way. So, yeah.
0: Um. So I think probably the reason I read the Bible, I'm like, I mean, just to be honest, like I definitely don't read the Bible as much as I should. I'm just don't want to be like, oh yeah, I read the Bible every day. Um. And so, so I think why I really got back into reading the Bible, because there was a phase of life where I was just like, I just cracked open the Bible on Sunday and if I came to church on Wednesday um but then I would say in this last year uh, why I started reading the Bible was kind of like what you were saying it's like I needed answers and things weren't really making sense and so I was like and kind of like felt like I was up against a wall like I don't know what else to do and I'm not making this up like this is literally what was going through my head like if you talk to me in like March you're like is Kim okay no you know and so um so now it's to the, like, so the first phase of it all was just trying to find sense of what was happening in life, and then now it's like, it's it's turned into like a second nature thing, you know, and it started small, you know, just, oh, I, oh that's what I was telling Patrick, it's like, because I remember I used to always want to like, oh, i got to turn a page, and I want to hold a book, well, I always lost my Bible, so I was like, you know, what? I never lose my phone, the phone's always in my hand, and... I'll actually use this Bible app. That's actually pretty good. If you, um, it's my shameless plug for the Bible app. If you don't have it, you should get it. It's really good. They have so many like levels of things and notes, and and it's like a little social network on there, you know. But um, but yeah, y'all started out just like, well, let me just read a verse a day, and then like let that kind of grow into. So now it's like when I wake up, that's the first thing I want to do is read the verse of the day, and then, well, where did that come from? And allow, you know, like. The questions and like, why did they say that? You know, and just let it kind of snowball. Um, yeah, that took that took a while, you know, and it's. I'm sad that I didn't do that sooner, but it's also like well, I'm glad I'm doing it now. You know, tell so. anybody else. Anybody else? Hannah, who's <laughs> gonna call on you? <laughs> I
1: guess that
0: you're yeah, <laughs> 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 you were just smiling, sister. <coughs>
1: <laughs> um and, uh, we have we talked about several different reasons. And what I've always liked about the Bible is I'm a story-oriented person. And so I just think it's so cool how you can look back at the very beginning in Genesis and just follow the story all the way through. I've never read the Bible cover to cover. I've read bits and pieces from kind of everywhere and just seeing how like the prophecies that they that you hear about in Isaiah, you go there Matthew, and then they show up right mm-hmm. in front of your eyes. And just see how God's been planning everything since the very beginning. And you can even see it in today, in our lives, and we're not even in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So I just think that's incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so definitely the words of God make up the word of God. You know, like... I was. That's kind of more or less one thing that Rob Bell talks about, just like the words of God and you know language and how the Bible was, you know, not necessarily obviously the paper and ink that we have today, but you know it's the stories of God and that are being passed down orally and just, um, yeah, and how all that has come to play, and you know now we have proof of it all in the written form, you know, so it's just. It's really, really good. Okay, so all that being said, talking about the words of God, what are the words of God that have uh, power in your life, that have meaning in your life? And this is not like necessarily a discussion question that we have to turn and talk to your neighbor, but it's more of, yeah, what, I mean, what are the words? Like when you think of words that describe God or, you know, I, like for some reason all for the last couple of days the word joy has been like popping in my head so that's kind of what I mean with that question like what are those words that are maybe giving you hope or make you think of God does that make sense anybody have any thoughts we went really abstract here but it's it's where the book goes so anyway yeah thoughts yeah peace why
1: peace it's kind of just always what I've associated like being close with God with just being at peace mm
0: mm-hmm. Hold on to that. We're going to come back to it. great. Be Anybody else? Grace? Mm-hmm. Why Grace?
1: Um, it's just like an easy reminder that like when I do something, And I'm kind of like mad at myself about it. I can think like, God's grace has been freely given to me and I couldn't earn it. And then also like, when someone else does something, I'm like, that is kind of annoying. I think like, God's grace has been given to them and they couldn't earn it. So like, I should go with them still. And it kind of helps me like, re, I guess, center myself. Oh, yeah. That's awesome.
0: You might think of, the word sin does that ever come up when you think of God? It might. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not like the same in the same sentence, but it is part of it. You know. Mm-hmm. What's your definition of the word sin? We're gonna like what? How did you all just when you were growing up? Like, what was the definition of sin? This is
1: interesting. I know growing up my understanding of sin was just something that's wrong. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily like the absence of good or like um, something that's harmful is just
0: wrong. I'm interested
2: yeah. I'm very interesting because to me we use these words and there's lots of words that we use. But like, why do we? What do we mean when we say right. these words? So yeah, what is your definition of sin? Like, if I asked you today, sin. What is it?
1: Okay. <laughs> I think sin is the sep- anything that separates you from God, or to be without God. And so, sin is something, an action that you do that causes harm, and hurt, and grief, or death. And it separates you from God. I think that's
2: different than doing something that's just wrong. Yeah. So, I want to flesh it out some more. So, what would be, give me a, a tangible example of this is something wrong and this is something that's sin. So, I think.
1: But when, that, you,
2: when you think about that, yeah, there's no like right or wrong, I'm just kind of curious. I just think,
1: in my
2: perspective, okay, if you're driving and you
1: cut someone off, mm-hmm. that's. Was
2: wrong. That was wrong. Right.
1: You know, you didn't obey the trappers' rules, you made them angry, but that's not a sin. That's not going to separate you from God. But if you decided to gossip behind someone's back, that is wrong, but also you are intentionally doing something to hurt them, and that is separating you from God, who doesn't want to hurt people. Okay. I actually just wrote a paper on probably evil and divine providence. Um, (laughs) So the definition that I was working with with that is it's the absence of good that also hinders uh, good from coming back in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kind of like catterizing the wound where nothing can grow back into that.
0: Mm -hmm. Can we read that? Well, maybe not everybody. (laughs) I'll read it.
1: (laughs) I've always heard, or like thought of it as like an action that kind of in doing it like you put something before God or like the values that God describes as like a Christian life. So like stealing isn't really like the act of stealing, but it's kind of like letting greed take over like your like your action or your love for like God, I guess, because you're kind of putting that before like trusting that God's going to provide for you do some like stealing is a stuff.
2: But it's all still in greed-based. It's all still like in it rooted, in in, is
1: like, rooted in greed. I don't know, I mean like, that's the, the miserables kind of thing. He was stealing because he wanted to feed his family, and I don't really know if that was like greed. Right. So maybe that wasn't a sin. But for me, I feel like it has you have to be putting something before like your relationship with God. And then that also like takes God out of, like he can't be with you anymore because he's chosen something over. Mm. cool yeah
0: well I mean this is like. well I think part of it is um you know when you're growing up you always just heard like when you talked about sin it was just like disobeying God like that's you got like a pretty cookie cutter answer from your awesome Sunday school teacher you know and then Now that we're older, you can see the level of it's more like kind of what everybody was saying, I guess a little bit more specifically what Clay was talking about. Um, And so they quote, he quotes Cornelius, which I didn't realize this guy's still alive Plantigna Jr. Yeah. I was like, oh, it just seemed like the name Cornelius seemed like 1700s. Well, yeah. He's like, I'm going to name a kid Cornelius. You (laughs) won't. But anyway, but anyway, so. Sin is the culpable disturbance of shalom. So that's what he talks about. Um, He even kind of breaks down, you know, just what all those different words mean. You know, culpable being guilt or ownership, responsibility, disturbance, obviously, to interfere with something that's normally going on. Everybody knows what shalom is. Well, do you know? Peace. There you go. It's like, yeah. So just... How you know, don't go to that, yeah. yeah, 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 so just how that could be, so I was trying to based on those um, definitions of the like of those words, I was trying to come up with a different um, definition of sin, so I came up with sin is our contribution at interrupting what God wants for the world, or sin is what we have done to interfere. With the normal arrangement of peace and blessing, and how God wants things to be, yeah. it's like, man, it's, yes, yeah, it's, it's just more than doing wrong, and it's more than yeah, it's just more than doing that, like that surface level. Anyway, so any thoughts before we move? Thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. I'm about finished, but anyway, okay. Okay. um, yep. So I just I want to leave you guys with this. Uh, quote from Rob Bell. And it says, the word of God is the creative action of God speaking in and through the world, bringing new creation and life into being. Any thoughts on that? The word of God is the creative action of God speaking in through the world. Thoughts? Okay,
1: about yeah. I find it interesting that when he's saying the word of God, he's using it as both an action and then describing the Bible, but it would also describe Jesus as well. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, like, Jesus is the blueprint for creation, and so then the Word of God is creative action of God speaking in it through the world, so then Jesus coming into being, and then the world being created based off of Jesus, uh, and then the new creation in life into being as well, with the resurrection and everything, that's the ascension. Yeah.
0: Did y'all hear that? That was cool. <laughs> I don't think... I wanted people to hear that. I mean, that's all I have for the lesson. Did you want to say anything else?
2: No, I mean, any other thoughts on this particular quote from Rob? Or on sin? Or on the words of God? No, I would say that uh, I like that and one of the words that I think of when I think about kind of uh, sacred words or God speak is uh, the word reconciliation Uh, because we often read within the canon of the Bible about God reconciling all things unto Him so reconciliation is almost, and then we're all kind of called to the ministry of reconciliation. Now granted, reconciliation and forgiveness, and I say this often, are often kind of married together, um, which is not necessarily a healthy thing to do. Because forgiving someone and being reconciled to someone is two completely different things like if you punched my mom in the face i can for, i should forgive you and i can forgive you but does that mean that we are reconciled to each other meaning are we in the same relationship space that we once were probably not those are two separate moves What I like about the word reconciliation is that it is trying to entice you forward into something. And that, to me, is the constant mode and posture of God, is enticing us forward into reconciliation, into more peace, into more grace, into more love. God's always, even within the canon of the Bible, God is always ahead of God's people, saying... Yeah, yeah, I know that you think that that's the way, but it's actually over here. And so then it's reconciliation. It's a, forward, it's a forward movement versus a movement that's stagnant or a movement that's backwards. So, I don't know. That's kind of what I take from all of it. Any other closing thoughts? Yo, go ahead. I thought you raised your hand. No? Any other thoughts? Rebuttals? No? Okay. Well, this was very good. Thanks for coming. Good good for Kim. Snaps for Snaps. Kim. Snaps for Kim. <laughs>